think that they would like my belly button. Ugly mug in the way. Are we ready? I'm ready. Would you pray with me, please? Almighty God, I come to you now as your servant, asking that those words I speak this morning would not be my words, but they would be yours. And asking, O God, that those who hear and receive these words would receive them not only in their minds and their hearts, but deep in their souls, O God, that place where only you and they go. Help us to understand that you indeed have created us in your image, that we are wonderfully and uniquely made in your image. And help us to claim once again the knowledge that that is enough. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, that I would do your will and not my own. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Okay, so the big scripture reading out of our core beliefs is this. From Matthew 22nd chapter, beginning with the 34th verse. When the Pharisees heard how Jesus had bested the Sadducees, they gathered their forces for an assault. And one of their religious scholars spoke for them, posing a question that they would hope to show him up. Teacher, which command in God's law is the most important? And Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence. This is the most important and it's first on any list. But there is a second set right alongside it. Love others as well as you love yourself. For these two commands are the pegs. And everything, let me say that again, everything in God's law and the prophet hangs from them. I think that on Pride Sunday that this is the perfect passage to read because first of all, if you go back and you read this whole thing, this whole series of things in context, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that's the religious scribes and leaders, had just been given Jesus a hard time. They'd been having an argument back and forth. They were trying to come up with any little thing that they could find where they would prove that he was a hypocrite or he wasn't knowledgeable enough or whatever. And of course, Jesus was besting them. They weren't making any inroads. And the Pharisees, who are the, quote, upper crust in that day, the people who knew the law, the people who knew who was in and who was out, they came together and said, fine, the Sadducees couldn't do it. These people couldn't do it. We'll get him. And we got this Pharisee over here. He knows the law like the back of his hand. Go ahead. So tell me, what's the most important? You know what? You know why I think this is great for Pride Sunday? Because this is exactly what they do to us. It's exactly what they've been doing to us for 50 years, as a matter of fact. Because see, here's the bottom line. I have said this until I'm blue in the face. The argument about being gay and okay is not with the government per se. Our argument is with the idiots in the church. And the idiots that call themselves a people of faith. The idiots who somehow think that God created a whole segment of society just to laugh at and watch get killed. 
And yes, for those out there that just said, did he just call them idiots? Yes, I did. Because again, for 50 years I've been telling people, they've read the same books that I've read. They accuse me of twisted scripture to come to my conclusions. But bottom line, folks, it isn't me that has to twist the scripture. It's them. When they want gay people stoned, when they don't want to recognize our relationships, how do they do that if they just ignore this? What is the greatest command? That you love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You cannot get away from that, folks. And yes, I say that to my friends who don't like Muslims. Who don't think that women have a right to equal pay or a right to do with their bodies what they want. I will say that to anybody who wants to shortchange somebody else because they don't like the color of their skin. The commandment is clear. And out of all the stuff that Jesus could have picked, he said this is number one. So answer me this. If you love God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and then you hear the echo, oh, by the way, what's the second command say? Love others as you love yourself. Bingo! How can you say that somebody doesn't belong? How can you stand down at Piedmont Park today with the signs that you will see at the entrance of the park saying the things that they do and call yourself a person of faith and call yourself in relationship with God when you are sending and trying to send people straight to hell. You see, my point is, it is not our job to be talking about who's going to hell or not. It is not our job to be worried about what one's belief system is about. Our job is one job only, and that is to love our God and love anybody who comes into our pathway. Now you notice today that I said the road less traveled. Because you all are smart enough to know that if we go down this road of love, amen, we talked about it at the retreat, and now we're going to talk about it here. If we go down the, the path of love, that is the road less traveled. We live in a world where people are only too happy to take out a gun when they don't agree with you. We live in a world where they're only too happy to try to get your butt fired if they don't agree with you. We live in a world where they're only too happy to denigrate you and try to take your dignity if you don't live the way they think they should. They think you should. Excuse there me. You go. But here's the command. Bishop John Shelby Spawn said that he is no longer arguing with the idiots of the faith. Because they've got it wrong. What he's going to spend his time talking about is how can we love? How can we follow this command? So there's nothing these people can say to me. There's nothing 
that they should be able to say to you, folks, because, see, that's the other part of this, and this is what I'm going to wrap up with, because somebody sat there and said, well, yeah, but, Pastor, what about the people that live in those families? What about those people that are in real danger? What about those people that, that, that just are afraid to be themselves? Well, here's what I'm going to say to them. You are wonderfully and uniquely made in the image of God. And that is enough. God made you gay, folks. That should be celebrated, not denigrated. God made you with the ability to love all those people that you come in contact with. That should be celebrated, not denigrated. We ought to be concentrating as a community. Oh, and by the way, you know how I get when I start on a roll like this. What was it you said earlier? There was something in the, oh, the, the whole thing with Ellen and that whole Ellen. controversy about George Bush. Okay, to my brothers and sisters in our community, I get that you didn't like George Bush. I get that he made policy decisions that you think were just absolutely awful. How dare you question anybody's decision of friends? How dare you? You know, I've got friends that are um, escorts. I've got friends that are alcoholics. I've got friends that are drug addicts. I've got friends that are on the sexual offenders list in the state of Georgia. Does that mean I support what they did? No! But it does mean that I love them and respect them as a part of who God touched their hearts. What I'm saying to everyone is we should spend a whole lot less time trying to figure out how to destroy people and separate people and spend our time trying to figure out how we can come together. And if there's anything that our community should be responsible for and should teach the straight community, that's it. So don't be telling me who I can be friends with. Don't be telling me that I have to walk a certain way or that I have to talk a certain way or that I have to belong to certain clubs. All I have to do is love God with all my heart, soul, and mind and then remember to love you as I love myself. And I start by loving myself when I do what? Recognize that I am wonderfully and uniquely made in the image of God. And that is enough. God bless you.